happy that you have made the choice to be with me today for another day of studying God's Word. And I, I want to talk to you today uh, about how wonderful it is to be able to talk to God in prayer and how prayer really makes the difference. And prayer is the, the wonderful thing that God promises to do for each of us and, and answer our prayers if we really call on him and if we really depend on him. And, and so if, if you have your Bible and want to follow along, we're going to be reading from 1 John 5, 14 through 17. Listen to these words. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. If you see any brother or sister commit a sin that does not lead to death, you should pray that God will give them life. I refer to those whose sin does not lead to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I'm not saying that you should pray about that. All wrongdoing is sin, and there is a sin that does not lead to death. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> let's look at the first part of the verse, and we will discover the explanation of prayer. And then in the last part, we will discover the example of prayer. I believe everybody has an instinct to pray. And I heard about a sea captain who described a terrible storm that hit their boat, and he said, God heard from plenty of strangers that night. In other words, there wasn't anybody on that boat that didn't pray because they were afraid for their life. But to be an effective prayer, we have to pray more than just in a few times when we're desperately in need. We should pray then, but we should pray at other times. Let's look at the explanation of prayer. The first thing that is obvious to me in these verses is the whole basis of prayer. It is that God wants us to pray and that he waits expectantly for us to pray. God says we can come with confidence. We can come with boldness. We can come with freedom of speech to pray. You see, God's always listening. He's more ready to hear us than we are to pray. He's always... Uh, got an open heart to respond to what we have to say it's like we sometimes wait expectantly for the for the mailman to arrive with a letter or the telephone to ring or an email or a text because we're expecting a message from someone we love well that's the way God is because he loves us he wants to have fellowship with us he wants to talk with us he wants to get in on our lives because he's the only one who can really make a difference and to me, that's the most amazing thing about prayer anyway, and that is that he really cares enough to want to hear our prayers. He loves us that much. But also there's a basic condition of prayer here, probably the most basic of all conditions if you want to get your prayers answered, and that is prayer is that we pray according to his will. We must, be subor we must subordinate our desires to God's will. Now, that's the basic limitation and requirement for answered prayer. Now, I know some people who always tack on if it's God's will, and they pray about anything and everything, half of which they waste their time on, because obviously a lot of it, according to Scripture, is not God's will. So if you know it's not God's will, there's no use to pray that way. Just pray about really the things that, that you know can fit into God's will. Robert Law expressed it like this, prayer is a mighty instrument not forgetting man's will done in heaven, but forgetting God's will done on earth. George Mueller, who fed thousands of orphans with food provided in answer to prayer, said prayer's not overcoming God's reluctance. It's laying hold of God's willingness. To do that, we have to pray according to God's will. Well, how do we do that? Well, we must recognize 
that if according to Scripture, this is something that God says is okay, this is something that God says is good, this is something that God would, would, would be pleased with, and then we can, we can believe that this would be something according to his, his will. The ultimate test of any request is pretty simple, and it is, give me this for your sake and in your name. In other words, can I pray, Lord, give me this for your glory and for your name's sake, then it's probably according to his will because if, if we can't pray it like that, then, then that does not really evidence that it is God's will. It's my conviction that the greatest hindrance to prayer being answered is that we do not pray according to God's will. And uh, if, if we do, see, John demolishes all these concepts of prayer which imply that prayer is getting God to do our will. No, prayer is not for that purpose. Prayer is for the purpose of getting us to do God's will. Now, it's God's will that, that we be fed our daily bread, so we can pray for that. It's God's will that our friends and loved ones come to Christ, so we can pray for that. Ray Stedman, in one of his books, tells, tells about a young lady who got married, and on her wedding day, she prayed this privately to God, but she shared it with others. But it, it illustrates how subtly we can miss the will of God in prayer. Here's her prayer. She said, Dear God, I can hardly believe that this is my wedding day. I know that I haven't been able to spend much time with you lately with all the rush of getting ready for today, and I'm sorry. I guess, too, that I feel a little guilty when I try to, about, try to pray about all this since Larry still isn't a Christian. But, Father, I love him so, so much. What else can I do? I just couldn't give him up. Oh, God, save him someday, somehow. You know how much I've prayed for him and the way we have discussed the gospel together. I've tried to appear not to appear too religious because I know that would probably drive him away. Yet he isn't antagonistic. I can't understand why he hasn't responded. If he were just only a Christian, dear Father, please bless our marriage. I don't want to disobey you, but I do love him and I want to be his wife. So please be with us and please don't spoil our wedding day. Now on the surface, that sounds like a sincere earnest prayer, does it not? But if it is stripped of, of its fine pious language, it is really saying something like this. Because, you see, God says in his word clearly that a believer is not to marry an unbeliever. You're not to marry someone, if you know Christ, who doesn't know Christ, because you're not going to have harmony, and you're not going to have the relationship that you ought to have. And if you really look at her prayer, she's saying this, Dear Father, I don't want to disobey you, but I must have my own way at all cost. For I love what you do not love, and I want what you do not want. So please be a good God, and deny yourself, and move off your throne, and let me take over. If you don't like this, then all I ask is that you bite your tongue and say nothing or do nothing that will spoil my plans. Just let me enjoy myself. You see, that's how we often pray and don't even realize it. Deep in our hearts, we pray that way, but we don't, we don't realize what we're doing. Now, the psalmist said, if I regard iniquity in my heart or sin in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. And if I go against God's will when I pray, and it's obviously God's will for the believer to marry a believer, and if we don't do that, we're going against God's will, and that's what this young lady was doing. I'll admit there are times when I'm praying that I don't know for sure what God wants me to do. I do not know for sure what the Scripture would say about this because I don't find it in Scripture. But that's when I have to ask God to just take my desire and to refine it through his Holy Spirit and bring it to him in a way that he can answer it. But notice now the results when we pray in the will of God. The first is we can pray with boldness. If we know that what we are praying about is the will of God, that really gives us confidence and boldness and freedom of speech. 
to really talk to God. Now, we're going to talk about more about that tomorrow. So please come and please be with me, and, and you'll learn more about prayer. God bless you. Have a great day.